today or do you have any uh historic april fool's day pranks uh not that i can think of i mean your tone coming into the show definitely does not sound like we're on a, a day that is supposed to be associated with uh with joking you came in a little cold there <laughs> well <laughs> i come in cold because i wanted to discuss an april 3rd's day prank that i had pulled what did you do I, have I? I don't believe I've told this story no. to a listening audience yet. But uh, my junior year of high school, me and my buddy decided to pull a prank. Not on April first, where everybody is ready for a prank. No, no, no. We were ahead of the game. We're gonna do it on April third, on a Thursday that year. So we had prepped ahead, and we had decided to put five hundred ping pong balls in our uh, friend's locker, a locker that we all congregate at in the beginning of the, the day, in the morning. So his mom buys the ping pong balls, and we decide, okay, we're going to do it. So Wait, his mom April bought them 2nd, for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. April 2nd, <laughs> the Wednesday, around 4.30, we go in after school when it's pretty empty, and we fill the locker with ping pong balls. Close it up. We're like, oh my gosh, we just did it. The hard part's over. So the next morning, Joe, when I tell you, I, I can't remember laughing harder in my life when one of my idiot friends opens up the locker and 500 ping pong balls fall out into the middle of the hallway. Excellent prank, excellent execution, but that's not the kicker. The kicker comes... <laughs> In second period, <laughs> where I hear a, a, a phone ring in my civics class. As soon as I heard that, I knew, okay, I'm coming down. <laughs> Head on down to the sub-school, keeping it cool. You know, I know what's going to happen. I know what it's about, but I also am like, ah, what is going to happen here? I get into the sub-school, and... I immediately start talking to my sub-school principal. He's giving me the whole rundown. Wait, wait, what's, you know a, what's, a, what's a sub-school? It's like a, a, a um, you know how there's a principal of a, of a high school? Yeah. Okay, well, each grade in high school, 9 through 12, has their own sub-school with a, a sub-school principal for matters that don't directly need to go to the principal. Okay. You following? Yeah, yeah. I, I get, so for slapdick idiots that do it, stuff like this, yes. they send to. So it's the person who deals with the non, like the dumbass antics of people like the you. day to day yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And I walk in there. He's like, "Do you know why you're here?" 
I'm like, uh, kinda. You know, I'm just kind of trying to play it cool, test out the waters. And then you know, I'm keeping a straight face because I'm like, okay, this is maybe a serious matter, even though it was just a harmless prank. And then I see my six foot five, bald. He was in really good shape, really good shape. Sub school principal mm-hmm. pick up a hefty bag full of what I would say is 400 <laughs> of the 500 balls and put, set them down on his desk in front of me. And I couldn't stop. Just, I couldn't stop giggling. And then he starts yelling at me worse. Oh, you think this is funny? And I'll never forget the line. Somebody could have slipped on this and gotten seriously injured. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Now, now I'm dealing with the repercussions. And then I, he brought up the point that the, the cleaning ladies had to, uh, had to pick up the balls, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, well, we should have picked them up, but, you know, it was 500 ping pong balls. They were scattered everywhere. And I think I got in-school suspension for two days, and it's the <laughs> best prank I've ever pulled. Wait, what is in-school suspension, by the way? Well, basically, you sit in a room all day. That's it? You just sit there? You don't yeah. do anything? What, what does that accomplish? Uh, I don't know. You just kind of sit there and read. That's, I just read the whole day. Books dumb. that I enjoyed. Instead of being in class. <laughs> I, I think that uh, uh, from today, one of the more entertaining April Fool's Day things I saw on social media, there weren't a ton of great ones, but the uh, Premier Lacrosse League, who I follow on Twitter, uh, jokingly announced an eighth team, and they announced their eighth team as the Premier Lacrosse League Beans. It's a, it's just a, it's just a can <laughs> of beans is the logo <laughs> i thought that was pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> i would i would like to hear our listeners best pranks that they've pulled uh on friends or on mm. high school administration <laughs> on anything if that could be our listener response request for the week that that would uh i think that would make joe and i both happy we'll get one response joe, from nick Masseroni and then no one else i know one time I put yogurt in Sean Blythe's uh, trumpet and then it went all over the back of everybody else's heads. Like, if it's stuff like that, I'll, I'll give him props. But that's what I'm assuming. Did you, by the way, well, did you ever thank Nick for doing the, the happy birthday for you? I forget. Of course I did. No, like on the show. Did you ever thank him on the show? I forget. Yes, okay. I did. I forgot. I don't, I don't know why I didn't think he did. Now, Joe... The first lead-in, you know, about the pranks. That's a fun conversation, right? Yeah. This next one's going to be a little unsettling. It's a thought that came to me as I was showering. And in the shower, it had come to me, what would be the best food to eat during this process? <laughs> and I've been, racking up my, I've been racking my brain all day. Not because I want to eat food in the shower. I don't want to mix. Uh, I, I'd like to keep church and state separated. But Wait, why wouldn't you want to eat in the shower? It's like having a shower. I don't beer. want it's to. I don't same, like. No, 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 no. Same thing. Not for me. And then I started thinking, what are the best foods to eat while wet? And I have expanded that from just in the shower to to you know if you're getting out of a pool or if you're you know getting out out of a lake or river, you know, any body of water. If you if were assaulted wet. by a sprinkler system. Yes. All that. What is the best food to eat? So, Joe, would you run down your three for me? I I have three of my The clear-cut one that makes the most sense if you're trying to eat it while it's wet, because that was the circumstance you, you posed to me, was a head of lettuce 
if you just ate ah. it out of your palm like a like an apple, <laughs> like a large apple, uh, picked it off piece by piece. Because I mean, if you think about it, the it's the one food that can be perpetually wet and you can still eat it and the water's not going to affect anything because it, it's right. it's part of the flavoring. Not part of the flavoring, but it's part of the actual uh, piece of food itself. Uh, the other two examples that I had were ones that I, I kind of thought before you explained it to me of stuff that I recall eating and enjoying after I got out of a pool or at a, out of a public pool. First thing I thought of was a grilled cheese I always thought that was satisfying, but if we're also talking about something that would maintain its integrity in a shower, I think a grilled cheese would 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 hold up pretty decently. That Not great. Fun. No. It would get no. soggy, but you'd have to eat it quickly. It doesn't have to be all in the shower. It's just that's I'm, I'm, when, when I gave I'm my first, both that, angles. that's what my bias was. Okay, thank you. And then I think that you also have to include the that we all know this type of pizza that I'm referring to, the weird pizza that they'd sell at public pools like it's like microwaved it's not good pizza it's crap but for some reason it was always good whenever you had it after you got out of a a public pool i think it's because the bottom of those pizzas are always rock hard yeah and then the sauce is always really sugary and there's just cheese it's not really the middle bread is so puffy it's like it's got everything like it's just a huge puff of hot dough and it, there's something about it mm. it's quality well, m- my three for the while uh being rained upon or in a shower i chose gelatin or jello whichever so dumb. Uh, form of that you want to take just <laughs> because so i'm like <laughs> well water's not going to affect it at all and i think it, it the water wouldn't affect the taste either do we know so. that for sure though do we know that water does not penetrate jello joe if if you can't penetrate if it takes a, a good amount of pressure to penetrate just the jello in the cup with your tongue well, I'm, before I'm you kinda, actually get that break. It's made mostly I don't out think of, a couple droplets of water. It's well. made mostly, but this isn't a couple droplets of water. It's being rained upon. And if you think about, I could eat jello. It's made, in a pool. It's made uh, out of submerged, and it would be it would be the same. It's made out of mostly sugar, right? And if you think about a cotton candy, if you get it wet, it melts. So yeah, but cotton cotton candy isn't is is fluffy. It's literally sugar. It's feathery sugar, All right. whereas gelatin, it's dense. You know, it's jiggly. thick. It's thick. Jiggly doesn't. That doesn't mean it's going to dissolve. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My next is the hot dog. Obviously, the competitive eaters don't mind uh, uh, dipping their hot dogs in water, which is the most vile thing that I've ever seen in my life. But if you're getting out of a pool or somewhere, you get a hot dog. I don't mind a little the 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 water fingers on the bun. It doesn't bother me that much. It's not completely submerged. Good hot dog mixed with, you know, water or a lake or something like that. Pretty good deal. And then my lastly, this is also somewhat going off of my first food, would be anything from an ice cream truck that isn't dairy based. Yeah, I stand with so this so, one. Yeah. So that means your your uh whatever uh, what is it. America Pops, the Jumbo Pops, yeah. the, the red, white, and blue ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those, you know, they're icy. They're flavored ice. It's it's just good. Whereas the dairy, it's like, ah. You never, would you ever put ice in milk, Joe? No, no. 
No, That's people disgusting. that do should be locked up. <laughs> <laughs> They, sh- they shouldn't be walking around with us. So that's why I wouldn't. I don't want to mix water with a, a dairy uh, product like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this conversation benefits anybody. I don't think it benefits anyone. But I think <laughs> it'll get their brains moving. So next time that they're in a, a pool. Or a shower. <laughs> or a shower, they're thinking, what could, what could I be eating right now? Or what should I be eating afterwards? All right, Joe, you want to start? You want to start with some sports here? Yeah, might as well. Who who would have thought that we were a sports podcast? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> there's been a lot of. I wanted to preface this, not preface, but we're going to talk about the reaction of people that have been re, uh, poorly reacting to the possibility of there not being a massive event for the NFL draft. This isn't saying if the NFL draft got canceled, there shouldn't be a poor reaction, but the idea that the NFL draft wouldn't be a enormous event with thousands of people in it and everybody in one huge building. Like, I don't understand why people can't comprehend that they could just... We have the technology where when a pick is made, it can still go out, right, Joe? Like, we still would know immediately. Yes, yes. So, what's the big deal? I know that the NFL draft now is its own huge show. Like, everybody loves it. Everyone tunes in. And it's it's an event. But I don't... You could still have coverage of the event without seeing the commissioner trot out there to booze for whatever reason. And then have the guys walk across the stage. I, uh, unfortunately, this is probably going to have to be... I, I can't imagine that they would have Vegas still operating. Especially for a massive event like this. Yeah, so what I... Well, they've already confirmed that it's not going to be happening in Vegas. And from what I'm hearing from stuff that I've read and from various beat reporters, Adam Scheffner, Ian Rappaport, all those guys... I think what's going to end up happening is it's going to be a studio show. My best bet is they'd probably do it in the Culver City NFL Network studio. There's plenty of space in there, and I don't I don't think they'd be limited. It's just fine. What? I said that's fine. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a very large studio. There's plenty of room, and I don't know if there'd be any limitations for them getting in there. I, I understand that the lockdown does allow people that work in the media to get to their jobs, so I think that they would be allowed to put on some type of a broadcast. They probably wouldn't need your full set of crew, and they'd probably try to limit that down a bit. But you'd be treating it as some sort of some sort of a live broadcast. It will be going through a lot quicker because there's not going to be as much fanfare and fan interaction. There's not going to be the players walking up. It's just going to be Roger Goodell there announcing the pick, and then it probably would pan over to Daniel Jeremiah, uh, Rich Eisen, Whoever else you have there, Bucky Brooks, Charles Davis, whoever else is still there at the event. I, I doubt even ESPN would have access to to do their own broadcast. It's probably just going to be one network. But I think that the, the reason why people are a bit disgruntled from the fan side of things is that it's turned into this enormous event where it is so dramatized and turned into this, this public... It's like a gala. Um, uh, yeah, it's like in a gala. It's an eyesore, and I don't think it really needs to be like that. I, I like the old-fashioned days where it was in a... <laughs> Coaches a, were smoking over the cards. <laughs> it was in a hotel conference room, basically, and 
and you'd have uh, Pete Rozelle going up there or Paul Tagliabue and and you know be like we're the first pick the Cincinnati Bengals select and they do the whole freaking thing <laughs> in one day and it would be one long ass it would just it wasn't fun back then it was just a long suffering event as they just chugged through draft picks and then eventually you started adding the different pieces here and there in the in the broadcasts and stuff and it became um, what it is today but the the bigger lashback I think is also from the lashback yeah, there's lashback from general managers because they think that they're not going to be as prepared. backlash. Jeez. <laughs> oh my goodness! I just made okay. an I just made a new word. Show you, title. You can eat. Um. <laughs> the backlash. Oh, you're going to defend lashback? <laughs> yes, it's a new word. You've heard you're it before. <laughs> the new backlash. The backlash is coming from general managers because they feel underprepared. Because they feel that they're being shorted of the opportunity to see these guys at pro days, get the extra t- opportunities to talk to them, do and- private workouts, uh, get official medicals. Like the the Tua situation is a perfect example of this. You're not going to trust an outside source of a doctor right now. You don't know if that's legitimate or not. You need your own doctors to evaluate someone's health. So there's a lot of things that are really hurting general managers and front offices right now. I just it's like you look at the MLB draft and it's nowhere near there's no. 19 rounds well, no one drafting gives a high schoolers it, it's just I get it that there are so many more players involved and there are so many more minor league systems involved where players get drafted to but let's simmer down I mean the NFL draft even if we're just getting it reported by us or uh, to us by the guys in the booth is still going to be better than the NBA lottery garbage and that system. So just be thankful that they're still doing this because the most fun part about it is seeing who is going to your favorite team, which would lead us into our next point, Joe, as we're going to get a little off of the uh, broad spectrum and just dive into which NFL player do we want to see drafted to our team in the first round. Joe, obviously, as a Giants fan, you have been, I can't even, exaggerated, or you're, you are putting your heart on your sleeve for this guy. Yeah, I have been pushing for Isaiah Simmons, linebacker from Clemson, since Really, the national championship game, I have been in love with him as a prospect. I think that what he brings to the table as a game changer, a guy that can completely turn your fate around as a whole unit because he can be used in multiple levels of your game. He can play safety. He can play linebacker. Like Landon Collins. He get, uh, No, he is nothing like Landon Collins. He is a far more explosive athlete. He is a linebacker that has the same speed as a corner and the range and versatility of a safety. It's And also the ability to, to rush a, a tackle if he needed to or a guard because he has that athletic range. And I think that he needs to be a top five pick and the Giants don't need to overthink this. Now, it'll be nice for them to finally get that offensive tackle that we've needed for the past 10, to, 10 or so years, I would say, at, at this point. 
But you can't pass up on talent like that. You have to wait until the second round, and there's still options for you to get early on in the second round, like Josh Jones, um, like Austin Jackson from USC. Maybe that's a better option for them. But Isaiah Simmons has to be the guy. Um, your pick, I think, is extremely cliche, so I'll just let you talk about it. Mm. Uh, hold on, Joe. Scenario. The Redskins take Isaiah Simmons, and then... Redskins are, are not going to take Isaiah Simmons. Chase Young would probably be available. Mm-hmm. The Giants probably aren't going to take Okuda just because they don't need a corner right now, but they'd, they'd probably take best available, but I think that would that would that they would not improve dramatically because okay, Joe. it's not filling a need. Scenario. Okuda, Young, and Simmons are off the board in the first three picks. Are you upset? I'm not upset because I'm still I can still mm-hmm. get one of those offensive tackles and that that's being being solved here. Can can you stop dodging your cliche? I can see you getting pick? upset. I'm not gonna get upset because if I get Tristan Wirfs or Jedrick Wills, I'm I'm still happy. I don't know why you're hating on Kalevon Shazon. I mean, he is. I just think it's cliche. I don't think, and I also don't. Why think is it, it cliche? I don't think because uh, it's everyone's mocking Kalevon Shazon to the Atlanta Falcons. And A then, lot of people are also mocking AJ Espinosa, Espinosa, and but uh, uh, you need corners. Oh, more yeah, than you I know, need but Chason. Okuda is gone, and Isaiah Oliver. Might you just pay Dante Fowler. So why would you want Kalevon Chason, an edge rusher that is more upside or is he's more boom? He's very boom and bust. Is what I'm trying to I say. I don't see that. Watching his highlights on YouTube and don't watch his highlights. It. Watch his highlights. Tape. Watching hot. Yeah, but you could still learn a lot from the highlights. Okay. I beg to differ. Watching that, I can see how well he covers. I can see how hard he hits. He's not rapping and, and throwing is what – because you see some of these guys and their highlights is a lot of I'm going to get my arms around the waist and then I'm going to spin them around and throw them. You're taught in peewee football that the form tackle is three-point contact through to the defender. Don't lasso him around. Chazon doesn't do that. Chazon, he does not do that. He goes through him. He takes on offensive linemen incredibly well, and him and Deion Jones in a pairing, and it would just Fowler. be extraordinary. You'd be much better than that waste of a second rounder in Duke Riley <laughs> for Atlanta. I, it, this guy is just—he's exactly like Isaiah Simmons, except bigger Ooh. and stronger. Wait, wait! You just said that. No, they're completely different prospects. Chase On's an edge rusher. You're talking. You just said that he's exactly like he's Isaiah. He's a linebacker. He could easily play linebacker. He's an he edge rusher. Well. Isaiah Simmons. I'm is not a saying he's got to cover the the deep third. They're, I'm saying they are not even close in terms of upside. Why would you say that they're that they're the same thing? But Chase On is bigger and differ. stronger. That is. I beg to differ. Uh, no, that is just that's just dumb. That's very dumb that you're saying. I I think Chase On's a decent prospect. I don't think he's anywhere near. What Isaiah Simmons is. So let me ask you this though: If C.J. Henderson's on the board, you're passing on Henderson to take Chase on. Yes. Why? You wouldn't take a corner. You need a corner more than you need an edge rusher. I need somebody to fill in Devondre Campbell's spot at linebacker. 
He's not an outside linebacker. He's an edge rusher. He can play outside linebacker. Okay, but... Uh, uh, let me try... Let me yeah, that's like saying Vic Beasley... Good response, Joe. That's like saying good Vic response. Beasley oh, is an outside linebacker. You're going to talk about when you're drafting a guy with no position. I'm drafting a guy that can you're play draft four Jabri- positions. You're going to draft. And when you need to, you're going to draft Jabril Peppers 2.0. Is that what you can? Oh, he's already on the Giants. Four. Look at this. We he's got six. we got a defense full of Swiss Army knives, man. Jabril- oh, wait, look wait, at this guy. Wait, wait. He's six four. Shut, shut up. What does that mean? Shut up. Jabril Peppers is 5'11", 215. Isaiah Simmons is six foot four, two hundred and forty pounds, and runs a four three nine. There is no one on this earth that has been like Isaiah Simmons. Chason is not even close. He didn't test, so we don't know how fast he is. He's not a linebacker. He's an edge rusher. Get a grip. Sorry. (laughs) The NFL is filled with phenomenal athletes. If you think that Isaiah Simmons is the first of his breed, you're out of your mind. Have you ever heard of Calvin Johnson? Calvin Johnson wasn't a defensive player. I'm talking about players. Okay, but Calvin Johnson was rare. And Cal- no one- you think Calvin Johnson couldn't have played defense? There was He couldn't have played But it. there was no one comparable okay. to Calvin Johnson's mold and makeup. I'm saying that Isaiah Simmons fits that, uh, that, mold tier, and makeup. that tier of no one is like Isaiah Simmons. No one Who was the Michigan quarterback that um, was on the cover of NCAA? Denard Robinson? Yes, he was... Uh, supposed to be this phenomenal athlete that could play anything, and he had uh, stats out the window, no, no, traits out the window. No. He was a physical specimen. He was a what sixth happened? round pick. Go ahead. He was a sixth round pick, and when he was drafted, it was like he's very athletic. We can use him as a running back and a receiver. It's not like this. These are completely Simmons different things. Simmons is very athletic. We can use him as a safety or a corner. But we've hmm. watched him cover receivers in the slot. We've watched is him Is he going to be Ronnie Lott? Is Isaiah Simmons going to be Ronnie Lott? He's not a safety. He's a linebacker. I can't even think of a yeah. good comp for, for him. Yeah, Ronnie Lott was an, uh, a pro bowler at safety and cornerback. Okay, is he going to be Ronnie Lott? He's Could not he going to play at both spots. He's not going to play corner, but I'm saying he can play in the slot and cover receivers. He's fast enough is to do it. Is he going to Pro Bowl at two different positions? I think Joe. it's possible. I think it's possible for him to do it like Khalil Mack did. I think it's possible depending on how a team uses him. But most teams are probably going to use him as a Sam or a weak side linebacker. If you think that Isaiah Simmons is playing linebacker and then. Uh, Shazon isn't, then you're out of your dome. Shazon could easily play linebacker. Shazon is an edge rusher. I'm not saying he can't play linebacker, but it's stupid to use him as a linebacker. It's like Jadeveon Clowney's. He can like cover J- incredibly. It's like Jadeveon. He's not built like Jadeveon Clowney. It's, That's different. Jadeveon Clowney uh, shouldn't be covering. He's got. A, he's a hand in the dirt guy. You see his build. Shazon is lean. He can run. He can move. He can cover a tight end. It, okay, but it's it it's like most of these edge guys. It's like it's like Clowney. It's like Rashawn Gary that they were defensive ends You'd and be edge rushers. Off saying Leonard Floyd, you'd be or better off Leonard Floyd, Floyd that they were edge rushers in college. There's your comparison, and then they convert them to a modern three four outside linebacker. And in most cases, he's going to be. Shazam was playing in the in the backfield half the time, or in the in the in the linebacker with the linebackers. He, He's not always up half on the, the line. Time, wait, wait, half the time, do you have numbers to support that, or are you just going off the highlights you watched? I'm just going off the highlights. Yeah, you're going off the highlights you watched. Shut the, <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, but you could still see how he's covering, and there, you can still see. Joe, it doesn't matter. Can I just provide matter. Can I just provide something on Isaiah Simmons? 
I, I was Go curious ahead. to pull up. Um, I have access to a pro fo- football focus, and I pulled up their oh, wow, big board. I pulled Do up. I know you have access. Um, it's it's or have from, you just <laughs> or have you just retained it from the? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's from it's from the brawl network that I have access. Oh, okay. So I was curious. <laughs> Because we were talking about how no one's like Isaiah Simmons, and you're getting all you're pissing me off with the stuff you were saying. So I pulled up their big board, and we would both agree that Pro Football Focus is one of the top sources for evaluating talents. Talents. Guess who they put as their NFL player comparison for Isaiah Simmons? Take a guess. Who? It says who? none. They couldn't oh, find someone. Oh, they, they can't get over find themselves. Someone. No, 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 they no. They can't get over themselves, dude. And let's go to Shazan. Um. Who is the one freak safety? I think his last name Taylor Mays, who blew everybody away at the combine. Yeah, but he and then was he a... was like supposed to be this crazy athlete. He's six foot three. He's a phenomenal. He ran so fast. He benched so many times. And then what did he do? Nada. Shazon six four two fifty. His NFL comparison is Shaq Barrett. Taylor Mays, which actually I really like that comp, Shaq Barrett. But if you're getting Shaq Barrett, I wouldn't be pissed. But I would not be putting Shaq Barrett at outside linebacker on a consistent basis. I'm putting him on the edge and putting his hand in the dirt or putting up in a, in a two-point stance, and I'm telling him to go chase the quarterback down. Are you kidding me? It's like Von Miller's an outside linebacker, Shaq but he's Barrett a better pass rusher. 19 and a half sacks last year. Yeah, I'm saying what, – what, what, I didn't say anything negative about Shaq Barrett. I'm saying Shaq Barrett's a good pass rusher, but he's not – he's a better pass rusher than he is an outside linebacker. But Von Miller is, a, is, is listed as an outside linebacker, but he's a pass rusher before he's an outside linebacker. You I don't care where they put him. I just know that he can cover. I don't even know why you're arguing with me about this. I'm arguing Who would you, you rather have the Falcons wait, wait. take? I'm arguing with you because you want Shazon to cover. I don't understand why you're saying you want him to cover people. I want him to, to, to rack up sacks. I want him to be a pass Obviously, rusher. but he can cover. I'm uh. just saying he's a really versatile athlete. And then you compare him to Isaiah Simmons, and now we're down this rabbit hole that you're just... Saying things oh, because Isaiah Simmons is the second coming, right, Joe? He's the second coming. He, yeah, he is the second coming. And when the Giants don't take him, and I'm mad, I'm still going to root for him. I would rather see. I would rather see the Falcons take C.J. Henderson. That's all I'm saying. I think that they need corner help. I think that Isaiah Oliver is all you have, and he's not very good. Oh, that's not all we have. Who, what other corners do you have? Uh, B.D. Ray Wilson. We also got another Who? guy out of uh, – uh, hold on. There was the one um, out of Ohio State. Hold on. I, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name. You got to vamp for a second. Uh, I don't know who you're you're trying to refer to. So Kendall Sheffield. Kendall Sheffield. Still don't know who He's been he promising. Um, Isaiah Oliver, PFF grade 56.8. Yeah, they're rough here. <laughs> All right, let's get the clown of the week so we can uh, scream at each other. We some can more. get right to clown of the week. All right, Joe, you start off with yours, and then I gotta <laughs> do some. I gotta pull some stuff up for mine. Yeah, I'm not gonna you have any mind. comments for yours just because I, I I don't want to make anyone mad. Um, my oh, you my listen. clown of the week was Jameis Winston. Not for anything bad. He didn't do anything wrong, but he he put out videos of him working out during the quarantine with his trainer and I just found it very odd that he was wearing I think they were like Ray-Ban style sunglasses while he was working out. There were sunglasses that you would go to 
sunset dinner in. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. I understand it's, it looked very sunny where he was, probably in Florida. I just don't get that. I would be very uncomfortable if I was working out in sunglasses. He's just going for the look, and he's shirtless too. So like, if you're taking stuff off, take off the sun. I'm pretty sure he was. He wasn't sure. I think no, was, he wasn't. He had a big vest on. He, he had, had the vest. It. He had the. Let me see if I can pull it up. Oh, he did have a shirt on. My my apologies. Yeah. But the uh, sunglasses, no. The, these look like nice. Yeah, these are like designer sunglasses. Maybe they're prescription because he just got eye surgery. Oh. Uh, Maybe that's it. That's actually that's definitely that, it. I just I just thought of that. Thanks, thanks. Maybe for, thanks, not allowed to look. Yeah. Thanks for telling me that now that because he got laser eye surgery. I just thought of it, Joe. I Once we you. started talking, I just thought of it. I I'm sorry. Okay, well right. I'm the so Joe's con of the week is myself. Um, I didn't do my due Possibly. diligence. We don't know that he. No, uh, that's Joe's a guarantee. No, we, no, no. We, that, it's it's a toss up. That's a guarantee. He got eye surgery. They probably told him he has to wear sunglasses for extended periods outside. I Joe is the clown of the week for himself. So go ahead. I'm gotcha. gonna have to think about myself. Okay, my clown of the week. Now, this is a deep dive, and this is for nobody but me or Joe and any of the uh, Rhode Island uh, people that choose to listen to this episode and have lasted this long. Um, two days ago, Virginia just put out an order of a stay-at-home deal by the governor. And then former Rhodey Ram, and now off the big things... A legitimate reporter doing actually really, really impressive things out in Texas, Nikki Lotterulo tweeted, No, I can't do this till June. First of all, this tweet, this clown of the week isn't Nikki, but I'd like to tag on to that. Nikki, you're from New Jersey, okay? I'm from Virginia, <laughs> currently residing there. I wouldn't tweet about anything New Jersey related, especially anything uh, of this severity. But it's okay, you're doing your thing. But then, I saw a tweet from a Mr. Michael Nebia, who stated, also Joe, this man is a New York Knicks fan. Yeah, I'm not a a, a, a Knicks fan, so it doesn't matter to me. He stated, Nikki, comma, I don't think I can hold out to the end of April, exclamation point. I can't take it anymore exclamation point and no replies no retweets no likes Welcome to I don't like to critique simps I don't like to because a lot of the times they entertain me uh, it's it's a, it's a cultural trend that is sweeping over Twitter and it, I don't mind it but this made me sick to my stomach <laughs> shut up Michael shut up I don't think I can hold out to the end of end of April. You're a journalist. There are millions of things to cover right now. Are you kidding me? Or he's an aspiring journalist. I've never, ever, I mean, on Twitter, you see guys responding to a, a picture of a girl with their family with the most vile, gruesome, explicit tweets. This tweet from uh, Mr. Nebia is the worst that I've seen. Ever since simp culture has come about, I've—it's blown my mind, Joe. I know you don't want to get involved, but you have to agree on a zero to ten scale, ten <laughs> being the simpiest. Uh, this has to be a nine, uh, at least. It's a seven. 
I just no, I just hate the commentary by Nikki and the whole oh, acting like it's related to New Jersey. Cause like I, you know when I saw that I didn't say anything to you like like oh I don't I I can't last that long because it's not there's no nothing's been imposed on me for that long and also on top of that that date is not a final date. If things get better, they're going to lift that. They're just, it could change. Yeah, it's just an end date where they're hoping everything is finally done by. It's not like an actual, oh, we're going to end up making it that far. I don't think I can hold out till April. It's, Shut up, it's, Michael. It's, yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> Pick up a hobby. Do some chores. <laughs> Do some, some push-ups. <laughs> God. I, I just couldn't stand well, it. it his hobby is simping. So. It has to be. I, I couldn't believe. He said he's a cartoon enthusiast. <laughs> Watch a cartoon instead of sending that tweet. If you, I have some advice for him. If you're gonna respond to somebody on Twitter, watch an episode of a cartoon first, and if you still want to, then you do it. But if it's completely escaped your mind after that 20 minutes, then you've learned you shouldn't have tweeted it in the first place. God. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. All right, Joe, as always, now we have to get to our all-time list of shower pissers. We're on to tight ends. I immediately... Didn't like, no, I need you to switch your starter. I love your bench player, and I'll give you the reason why. Okay. Go back to your initial starter. Um, but, uh, no, 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 you don't have to switch them. I'm no, switching no, no. them. Your bench player shouldn't be on here. The oh. original should be on here. Oh. You tried to sub out the one seed of all time. But this is the all, no, no, no. What's wrong with that? Gronk. Oh, oh. Okay. Yes, it's a Gronk friendly list, Joe. Uh, uh, now, yeah, but, okay, starter. but we had we had Jake Fire drop the Gronk a while ago, didn't we? When we first started doing, I this. dropped the Jeremy Shockey a while ago, yeah. and he's my starter. Okay. There's no better shower pisser of all time than Jeremy Shockey. And Gronk. I get it, Gronk it's a, it's versus Jeremy Jeremy Shockey. I'd I'd put put Shockey over Gronk. I think it's I think honest. it's an even tie. I think they're. They're, they're shower pissers they're for neck different reasons. Jeremy Shockey is the biggest piece of crap to ever play football. <laughs> and Gronk is just the dumbest man to ever play the sport of football. So you think it's, he's really dumb? Uh, yes. I honestly I genuinely, really I genuinely think – I think he's just a very happy um, person that is just – So is that en dumb? Enduring life. I don't – I just don't think he's very aware of what, who, who he is. So wait, do you remember – I think he's exactly aware of who he is and exactly you, the bit that he's doing. Do you remember a while doing? back when I, I asked the, the WRIU group chat if you actually have like a, 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 a mental conscious conscience like where you can hear yourself thinking, you can hear your own thoughts – and nobody responded mm -hmm. to me because there was a thing on social media where people were asking this. And some people were like, I don't hear any thoughts. Well, what the hell do those people that don't hear any thoughts do? I think that Gronk is one of those people that just acts on impulse. I think he's smarter than you think he is. I think honestly. he acts on – no, I don't – I think you're giving him too much credit. I'm not saying it's a wrong thing. I don't think you're that, giving him enough, I don't think man. it's a bad thing that he's dumb. But He I knows think that, how to brand himself. He's been able to brand his family. Dude, he's he the fun has, guy. He's the party guy. He has oh, an well, doing agent and a marketing department working for him in his favor. Any athlete – is being branded, exact, but he is he's the most. He's the one of the most relatable people because everyone 
in the country of America is dumb like Gronk, so everyone's relatable oh, to it. Now you're attacking the citizens. Why am I attacking the citizens? He's just I don't know relatable. Why you just called the whole country dumb. What's wrong with that? You think you think that a lot of people in our country are smart? I think smarter than you think they are. Smart mm-hmm. as a I don't know. A lot of people irritate me, but not because they're dumb. I, a lot of people irritate me because they're dumb. Who do you think you are <laughs> calling all of America dumb I'm as an American everyone, citizen? I'm just saying a lot of people are dumb. I, uh, there are a lot of dumb people, which makes Kronk relatable. I can't wait to tweet this out. And because uh, uh, aside from our however many listeners that just heard you say that, I'm putting it out to the whole to the whole verse, man. Okay. That you said America's dumb. Um, your bench player, Dave Casper. It's a fantastic pick. I think anybody on the Raiders during their prime when they were using stick'em and deflating mm-hmm. balls and, and running the clock faster than it should be, they all are worthy candidates of a shower pisser all-time trophy. There's no doubt in my mind that everybody on that team wasn't pissing in that shower in Los Angeles. Oh, it was a guarantee. Oakland, wherever it, they were. I mean, and look up a picture of Dave Casper. I think he embodies that that picture. Of uh, someone I mean, him in and Fred Bolitnikoff <laughs> could have just been. Uh, it, there's, I'd bet any amount of money that they were doing that. My bench, uh, all time tight ends list. Mike Ditka, pretty self explanatory. Um, it is what it is. I really like Joe's Dave Casper bench. I'd actually, that's probably Joe's best shower pisser pick of all time. What really? No, I've had better it really ones. Is. I've had better ones. No, that's your best. I still, I, I dig the Mike Dicko one. I think that you know, anyone from Chicago didn't he go to? He went to college at Illinois. Am I correct? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Well, I don't know anyone from those uh, those gritty blue collar areas. I think would definitely piss in the shower. Mm, no, I get that, but I'm just saying I like Casper over Dicko. Okay. All right, that was a great poll, Joe. Great poll, as always. We're wrapping this up on a – shower pissers shouldn't be a wrap-it-up segment. There should be more build <laughs> to it. Um, I think maybe we should replace shower pissers and clown of the week because now I'm thinking about how great your Dave Casper pick was. Uh, this was Get to the Point. I'm Sean Anderson, joined by Joe DeLeon. Yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at Sanderson Radio. You can follow the show on Twitter at GTTP Podcast. You can follow Joe at Twitter at Joe DeLeon. Uh, we do streams on Twitch of video games at GTTP Pod. No, get to the point. Uh, pod. So get to the point. Pod, whatever. And then, <clears throat> so if you want to see me and important. Joe yell about yeah. uh, Warzone, Joe, are you going to post that clip uh, that I hit? Uh, Where you told me not to, to do the thing and I did it, and then yeah, yeah, you yeah, 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 had yeah, to go yeah, quiet yeah, mode. I'll, I'll post that. Okay, thank you. Been waiting on that. Okay. Uh, it's on the Twitch. How about you get, about you get our new intern on it? <laughs> you know what actually I might get him I might get him uh, onboarded to do all that stuff uh, I'd appreciate that okay I mean if you're listening to this and you enjoyed it or at least one minute of this at least show that one minute to your friend I mean, that's it just really helps word of mouth stuff uh, you can retweet us you can do whatever you want you can reach out to us if you want us to talk about an, uh, what, what are the best foods to eat while you're I don't know, waiting in line at a restaurant or some other stupid topic like that. We are happy to do it. We're Renaissance men. We'll talk about whatever you want us to. Just give us something. Or we're just going to keep on giving you stuff like this, which we are completely.
completely happy doing. I loved the show that we just did, and we hope that you did too. Signing off, and we'll catch you next week.